What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Against All Odds podcast. Today, I have AJ. What's up, guys? How's it going? AJ, how many have you been on any podcast before ever? San Antonio. When I played for San Antonio, they gave me a call, and then when I was playing against San Antonio with Colorado, they gave me a call. All right, that's yeah. good. That's so good. I got a little bit of experience. That's good because DJ, bit. when DJ was on here last week, he had this is his very first podcast. He was oh, wow. he was real nervous. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we'll roll the intro and then we'll get right into it. All right, so we've had like we've played against or with each yes. other like at random times, mm-hmm. pretty much from our college days until now. Obviously, so yeah. it's crazy. But I want to start all the way back. You have a really really cool story about how you got into soccer and playing everything. I'm really these guys are really gonna enjoy it. <laughs> but let's start all the way back. So you're born in California, right? Yes. When did you get into soccer? When everything start clicking? So, growing up in Los Angeles, obviously it's just like a Hispanic background type of thing uh played a little bit of co-ed rec soccer your parents forced you to play type thing <laughs> yeah but i wanted to be a basketball player i wanted to go to nba that whole type of thing you know what i'm saying alan iverson was my idol mm-hmm. wanted to be just like him dude that guy was sick yo how nice was he yo <laughs> how sick. nice was iverson yeah. yo so i wanted to be iverson next thing you know it um my parents decided that for their best interest just not just for myself but for them as well that i should go to cameroon Cameroon. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, went to Cameroon, age 12 and a half, by myself. It was a long flight. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 it was crazy. So, so when, they literally, you were you, yeah. were you were just chilling in California, growing up all mm-hmm. 12 years of your life, and yes. your parents just put you on a plane to Cameroon? Yes, 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 yes. All right. Flew out to Cameroon. So, I was out there for about a year and a half for boarding school. So while I was out there, I was still playing basketball. I played for the school team, the whole nine yards. Next thing you know it, um, I went out one day. Some of the school kids were playing soccer. I was like, yo, you know what? Let me go try it out. Yeah, my, everyone's doing it. Yeah. Might as well join. I was bad. Really bad. <laughs> really, really bad. I mean, the kids didn't even pick me to play after that one day. They were just like, yo, like, they would be like, yo the famous petit frere, like, meaning the famous little kid. Mm-hmm. Like, no chance. I don't think this kid. So I stuck to basketball. Came back to the U.S. when I was about 13 and a half, 14. And um, I have three younger brothers, Pichu, Abanda, and Ateno. And they were all playing. And they were all decent. So I told my dad, yo, dad, I want to play ball. Can you sign me up? Sign me up for U16AYSO. So started off U16AYSO in North Torrance. Also joined some Sunday League teams as well around the same time. And... Um, Showed up to my first training session. This is why I wear long shorts. My, this is why my soccer shorts are long. Uh-huh. Showed up to my first practice at AYSO with basketball shorts and some long socks. Uh-huh. <laughs> and my dad's, my dad's size, at the time I was five foot five, maybe four. Mm-hmm. I'm five eight now, on the record, <laughs> five eight. Five eight, all right. And um, <laughs> basketball, showed up with yeah. basketball shorts, long socks, and my dad's size 10 cleats. Predators, Adidas mm-hmm. Predators with the spikes on them. Yeah. By the way, Adidas. Sponsor. If you're looking for an athlete, yeah, I'm you got another one right here. I'm here. Yeah. And Sheldon as well. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, honestly, Nike. If you're Nike, you're <laughs> <this>. <laughs> well, Adidas, you can go get me. I'm yeah, here yeah. for you. The next thing you know, it um, showed up for that. Ay, so did the whole big. Met a kid that grew up in the same city as I did, and he goes, "Yo, you should try out for the high school team." I was like, uh, I don't know. He goes, nah, man, trust me, you'll make it. It's cool. So and you're a freshman, 14 years old? Freshman, 14 years old. Uh-huh. 
tried out for the high school team. There, I went to Gardena High School. There wasn't a, um, a frost-off, so it was just JV and varsity. So I went out to the training session, same old thing, long basketball shorts, <laughs> socks, and my dad's boots. No, by this time, I was in some umbros. Okay. My dad got me some umbros. I took, started taking soccer a little bit serious. Yeah. Got some umbros, and um, the coach go. he lines up the varsity team on one end and the JV team on one end, and he goes, yo, AJ, mate, his name is Coach Mir. Come to the middle. I was like, all right. He kicks the ball up in the air, and he tells me to trap it. I probably swiped at it like one or two times. So I missed it, and he told me to get the f*** out. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember. Yo, yo, he was like, yo, he was like, yo, get out of here. And I was like, dang, for, like, for real? <laughs> so that was probably a turning point where I was just like, all right, me just being competitive with basketball, I was like, you know what? I want to do this. This is what I want to do. Yeah. So I'm going to just put the time into it. So I put like endless hours, joined every team I could. Mm -hmm. Thursday leagues, Sunday leagues, plus AYSO. And then joined, uh, got on the team, got on varsity my junior year, but as a defender because mm -hmm. I was fast. Yeah. Put me a sweeper. Remember these? Yeah, the sweeper. <laughs> yeah. So I played sweeper my junior year. Mm -hmm. And um, I told my coach, I said, yo, I'm going to go make a club team. He was like, I won't, <laughs> yeah, until you show me, then, then I'll believe you. I was like, all right, cool. Next thing you know it. Um, and this is where I met Jossie, Jossie's artist, uh, Jurgen, mm -hmm. and a couple other kids that grew up in the other side of LA, South Bay, LA. And um, we played for South Bay Force. Decent team. Love, like, the level was great. But my best friend, he didn't make the team. And at the time, I was still kind of clicky. Where mm -hmm. I was like, yo, if my friend's not going to play, fine. I'll go find another team. Yeah. Ended up on a team called South Bay Gunners, which was because so there was Premier, Gold, and now Silver Elite. Yeah. That team was Silver Elite. So I went down to the Silver Elite team, played in that, and it was decent. Didn't get as much playing time as I hoped, mm -hmm. but it was all right. Boom. After club soccer. Uh, my last year in high school, my high school coach said, AJ, if you don't change your attitude, you won't make it far. I didn't know what he meant by that. So yeah. I was like, yo, I thought I was a great kid. That was a little bit of a bad attitude, yeah. but I was great. Though. I was a great kid. I always had a sense of humor. But next thing you know it, um, he got Dominguez Hills. Dominguez Hills had the opportunity to go there, but I decided to go to a junior college, mm -hmm. L.A. Harbor College. Played two years there. Broke my hand my, my second year. My first year, I actually um, didn't play a lot. Mm -hmm. Really, but I scored. And this is a community college. This right? is community college yeah. didn't play a lot, but I scored goals coming off the bench. So I guess the coach saw that as a, as a maybe a psychological move where he'll be like, okay, AJ, come off the bench, we need yeah, you type yeah. thing, right? <laughs> Next thing you know, it that only didn't just happen there. It carried over to D two level where I went to Chico State, mm -hmm. and my first year I got newcomer of the year. All CCA second team, all tournament first team, and I led the led my team in goals. Mm -hmm. Coming off the bench, <laughs> still coming off the coming bench. off the bench, yeah. coming off the bench, coming <laughs> off the bench, and then um, you know, so it was getting to my senior year, but that class was full of juniors and uh, juniors and redshirted seniors. Yeah, and this is where we played against you preseason. Mm -hmm. Next, you know it. I um, I said, you know what? No, I'm not gonna play my senior year. I'm gonna sit that year out. My college coach was pissed. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't having it. You so know? you came up to him and just asked. I, I kind of was just like, yo, not 
I don't think I'm going to play my senior year. I'm going to take this year off. I kind of blamed it on school. I was like, yo, you know, I really want to focus on school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just wanted to think about playing time. Yeah, playing time, time. playing time. And mm-hmm. then next thing you know, the next following year was a rebuilding year, which was just like, whoa. For, you know, we started strong. I think we were ranked six in the nation at the time, mm-hmm. starting off strong. And next thing you know, it, we came to Southern California. We played the two LA teams and took two hard L's. And when we came back from that, he benched myself and um, my best friend, Justin Saul, mm-hmm. and another senior. And it was just the bench again. <laughs> back, right back on the bench, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then from there, after college, right? After college, decided to play PDL. Mm-hmm. We meet again, Matt Sheldon. Yep, <laughs> we meet again. <laughs> so we... Uh, Ended up at Ventura Fusion, and they gave me a great opportunity. Scored on my debut game against the Seahorses. Yeah, I remember that. Which was pretty cool. And then, you know, from there, uh, I wanted to take a risk, and I took that risk, and I ended up going to Europe, where I went to London. I was playing in a team called Bigglesweight United. That was led by Gwen Balagay, who's a fox. I happened to end up on one of the biggest grassroots teams in England <laughs> with the biggest followings. Like the, I mean, they had like more following than MLS teams here in the U.S. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because I've heard that name. Like, I've heard of it. You yeah. Know, just like randomly you know, popping up. And it's I saw you were signed there and then like, honestly, I thought it was a higher division. A lot of a lot of people did. Yeah. A lot of people didn't know it was actually like a grassroots team. I think division six or seven. Or Which whatever, is still maybe. a really, really high level. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it's, it's cool because you'll meet, you meet so many players that either playing in Arsenal Academy or playing on these these high academies and, you know, they go through an injury or something like that stuff mm-hmm. and they just, and they fall kind of down. And just to hear their stories and just like, and see how they continue to play, it was just really inspiring. Like, just the whole move of going out to England and going out to Europe, like, I recommend it to anyone. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you really are trying to pursue that dream of playing a professional sport, I say get in the, the best atmosphere you possibly can. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Just the whole real thing. Did you have any connection over there? Like, how did you get over there? No, I emailed a whole bunch of teams. Really? <laughs> yeah. Did you, so did you buy a one-way ticket over there? One-way ticket. There was It wasn't round trip. One-way. Saved some of my scholarship money that yeah. I got from Chico. <laughs> scholarship and, money. Yeah, yeah. scholarship money, yo. Uh-huh. Saved some of my scholarship money, and bam, and bought a one-way ticket to Europe. And my when I told my mom, my mom thought I was joking. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was that day where I was like, yo, mom, that's good. I'm actually <laughs> yeah, leaving. Like, I'm yeah. leaving. She couldn't believe it, but, but yeah, I, you know, I was there for a couple of days without a team. Teams weren't really giving me a callback, and Bigglesway United U23 was like, hey, you know, come out. Mm-hmm. Went out to a training session. They liked the way I played, signed me right away, and then I made my debut game with the first team in an FA Cup match. <laughs> wow. And I scored, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last, I think it was the last 10, 15 minutes, I scored two goals. Against Harpenton Town, I think that was the name of the team. Uh huh. Yeah, it was probably one of the craziest moments of my life. I was like, yo, did I just back two? Mm-hmm. I, I, I honestly couldn't believe it. It was like, you know, when was a left foot shot? When do I take one of those? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, it was a left foot shot. And then the other one was a tapping, but, you know, just that being in that atmosphere was just amazing. That's sick. And so now, before, before you head back over, because you came back over the States, I want to back up even more. Okay. So, like, I want to recap this, because it's this. like, it's, most people don't, like, really understand. Like, you were told by your high school coach, get out of here. Yeah. 
And he really, you said he lined up both he teams. He lined up both teams. And he kicked the ball, and you were just in the center? Center. Was that the most humiliating thing of Yo, your... Yo, when I tell you, I was, I was kind of like, whoa, uh, do, I, do, I, do I leave, or is he kidding? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I can't imagine that. Yeah. What, was he like a dick? Like, honestly, was he like a Coach dick? Merritt, Coach yeah. Merritt, he, he wanted to bring the best out of people, and... His way of doing it, like just dealing with LA people in general, yeah. you gotta be strong. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's the, in my opinion, just growing up in Los Angeles just made me very mentally strong, mm-hmm. opposed to you know. Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of competition. It's it's like an intense yeah, place. It's yeah. just like LA. Just just being from LA is a competition. What part of LA are you from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Honestly, well, we got this. Well, what do you have on your side? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn. All right. Yeah. Okay. And then and then so. How was that year? So right when the coach, your high school coach was like, okay, no, like get out of here. How was that year? You said you kind of like took it, you got competitive and you wanted to like train and do all this stuff. Like what you said, you joined every team that you could Thursday league, Sunday league, all that stuff. Did you do like individual training too? Did you just play as much as you could? Like what was your training? Like how did you go from that being told to get out of here to going to all of a sudden signing or not signing, I was, to making the team. So I, I, I honestly just put, Put the time and the hours, and I wouldn't get. I would get home when the when the sun would go down. Mm-hmm. I would walk home from the park, honestly, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that I could, and just go home. My friend could shoot me a text. AJ, we're playing ball here. I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like any moment possible, I'd send out group messages like, yeah. "Hey, anybody playing?" Like, yeah. I was that guy. Invite me because I wanted to get better. Yeah. And I knew, in order for me to get to the level I wanted to get to, at the time, I had to surround myself with those players. So, all right, I'll go play pickup. Bam, I met this kid that was super cool. Super good. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, you know what I mean? Whenever you go play, invite me. Like, I, yeah. I want to get better. And people are going to respect that at the end of the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. No, 100%. And then so you went, so long you went high school. And then um, how were, uh, I'm guessing, like, your senior year, junior year, the cat's freaking out right <laughs> Junior year, senior year of high school, you didn't have many opportunities, like, for D1, D2. No. colleges right none not so not, was, nothing really i there was a contact with st john's university uh-huh. i have family out there in new jersey but and who she's really my aunt really familiar with new york and the, the fact that it was in the areas in st john's university yeah. i think was in i forgot where it's at exactly but i guess the neighborhood is in the best around in the school uh-huh. my mom freaked out she's like no <laughs> like you're not going <laughs> you know what i mean so uh-huh. so when i got the call from chico state i was kind of bummed out that my mom didn't get that opportunity and there was also LMU because my club, my club coach, Paul Crumpy. Oh yeah, 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 Paul Crumpy. Okay. So there's also LMU as well. Sorry, Paul, if you ever see this. <laughs> so sorry, but yeah, he <laughs> actually gave me like one of the realest shots ever, like mm-hmm. playing with that South Bay Force Premier Team. Mm-hmm. Like I met a lot, and I played older. Like I was playing with older guys. So that was another thing was I didn't play with people my age. I played with a year older, mm-hmm. just for like just because I, I I felt like I was always chasing the game, and I still feel like I'm chasing the game. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. You still feel like you're still reaching up, like reaching up like, every year, like you're. I mean, if it's just like the willing the willingness to learn, yeah. right? Like just being open minded to, you know, asking questions. Mm-hmm. Like you have to ask other questions. Like yo, okay, why did this work? Mm-hmm. Why didn't this work? You know what I mean. So. Okay, damn. And then, um, how Chico State? Yeah. <laughs> how was your time at Chico State? Yo, Chico State. Yo, I wouldn't trade it for any any moment. 
ever. Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly, people hate on college soccer, and I do agree. Like, yeah. three month yeah. seasons are rough. Like, yeah. only training, what, two hours, four hours on the winters sucks. But, like, waking up at six in the morning. Yeah, waking up at six in the morning, doing all the schoolwork, too. But, like, I, UC Davis was the best four years of my life. Like, yeah. honestly, so much fun. And I really did develop a ton. Like, how did you feel like your game was developed at Chico? Exactly. It was the players around me. Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. for example, Luis Martinez played professionally as well for Energy FC. And now he's with uh, Phoenix Rising 2. Or I think FC Tucson. Tucson, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tucson. Which is basically Phoenix, Phoenix Rising 2. Right? right? Like, yeah. that's a good environment to be at. Octavio Guzman won the USL Championship for Sacramento. It was a big key for Sacramento. Played in St. Louis. There's guys like Tyson Krim, who's up there as well. Played throughout the Portland uh, Academy system. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Um, Chris Wondolowski. Yeah. Like, yo, I got a funny story about Wando. So <laughs> so we have the alumni weekend where, you know, it's a huge weekend for the soccer players, just the whole, like, the families. Because when you graduate from Chico, it's still a family type thing. Mm-hmm. So Wando shows up, and we play the 7v7 tournament. So it's our senior year. We have a nice team. Yeah. So we're going on, we're playing, and one of my good friends, Jordan Gorman, he, um, we're playing against Wando's team, that 03 Chico State Wildcats team. Yeah. Full of Dominic. Sorry, Dom. I don't want to mess up your last name. But he played for Sac Republic as well. Dom. Uh, Dom. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dom J. Dom J. Jakovic. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. Funny guy. Yeah, yo, he's amazing. I got a funny story about him as well. <laughs> but so Wando misses his chance. I think he's about maybe 15, 18 yards out. He misses it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my friend Jordan, like, kind of, you know, barks at him a bit, right? A couple plays later, Wando scores. It's like a game-winning goal. Scores this tap-in around the three-yard line. Yeah. And, and he goes, oh, so you, so you score those, huh? And he walks up to both of us and goes, yeah, I get paid to score in the six. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, all right. Like, makes it. sense. So I was like, okay, it makes sense. <laughs> I was like, you know, it's funny? Because when you said tap-in from the three-yard, like three yards away, I was like, sounds pretty, like Wando. Sounds like Wando. Like, it was like, yo, he's, a, he's efficient. You can't, you can't hate the guy's game. Goal's like, a goal, bro. That's right? the thing. Like, All right, and so so you finished up Chico. Did you graduate Chico? Yes, graduated, graduated Chico. Chico with Congrats! A, yeah, Bachelor of Science in Health Administration. Damn, and then which so, a lot of people wouldn't. No idea. Like, <laughs> yo, what? Kick and run a hospital? Like low key. <laughs> that's good, low that's key. good though. That's good. You got great. Oh, you have so many back. We'll talk about your backup plans after yeah. your career. But okay, so um, how long was the distance between you graduated in the spring? Was that and then you go straight to Ventura? Yeah, from okay. so after after graduating in the spring, I went straight to Ventura for the summer. Mm-hmm. I think we played. I think I played like four or five games, mm-hmm. and then I left to Europe. Okay, and so how was that? I really want to get in your head now. So you you could have chosen any country in the world. Yeah, you know, obviously England has got so many different league systems, but you just really didn't know anybody in England and you just said I'm just going to go to London or go I, wherever I had a I had a cousin who lived out there okay and which city and he stayed in Luton okay Luton town and um you know been sending him clips from college and clips of you know what I was doing at Ventura and he's like you got game like you know it's just I feel like right now at the moment like social media is crazy for for my younger brother mm-hmm. who's played with the national team and played with Galaxy Academy and now he's at UCI. So it's like you can do something at a young age now and you can blow up. Yeah. And One you know, clip, who yeah. who knows who sees it? Who yeah. can you know what I mean? But, but at our time, like social media wasn't really that 
I mean, it was there, but it wasn't really. If you try to hit up somebody on to show someone your yeah, Instagram goal, like, people are like, like, "What are you doing?" What, like, yeah, put that away. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so, so you know, and he goes, "Come out if you come out here in England, you know, people move up. Yeah. You know, you can start here at the lower division, and you can pop up to the national league, pop up to League Two, League One. Yeah. And you, next, you know, you can end up to the Prem. Biggest example, Jamie Vardy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a Jamie Vardy story. So, so when you went over there, did you stay with him then? Stay with him for a bit, and then I until I got my own little spot, my little 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 apartment. <laughs> you could say one bedroom apartment, uh-huh. but but yeah, it was a journey. Like I'd ha- I did a lot of things by myself. Yeah, breakfast by myself, lunch Dude, by myself, that's dinner the, by honestly, myself. That's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. Like when you go after that, yeah. it's like you get to know yourself and like all your, like, your demons that you have. Like exactly, you, you get to know yourself well. Exactly. You, you gotta like yourself because that's you're all right? you have. Because yeah. all you have is yourself. Yeah. So it's like, you know. And at the time, what what kind of was helped me was I had a couple friends that I you know keep in track, back and forth, and what kind of. So another turning point, and that was one of my good friends passed away. So I was I was texting him one morning, and the next day, I, you know, we're going through it. He's like, "Yeah, I might be going on this little family trip mm-hmm. to um, to PV Hills. It's basically where people hop off the the cliff into this big, you know, mm-hmm. and swim off or whatever it is." And I was the type of person that, like, yo, if you tell me you're gonna go do something like that, I'm like, no, don't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I'm chicken shit. Like, <laughs> and um, so. We're, go- we're going back and forth and we're texting, you know what I mean? And, you know, the next morning I didn't get a text back. And so I was kind of worried about it. I was like, yo, like, why ain't, what's going on? And I got a call from my little brother. And, you know, and he tells me, like, yo, Rick's gone. And I was like, yeah, he told me he was going on a family trip. Damn. You know what I mean? Mm. And then he goes, no, like, he's passed away. Like, and I was like, whoa. So that kind of hit me because he was the one person that I talked to every single day while I was out there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And when you're away from home, away from family and stuff like that, it it kind of gets hard and you kind of notice who really wants to see you be successful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when that happened, and I remember him telling me that he wanted to see me do this, and this is why I still do it today. Big part of it was because he wanted me. Like, I'm basically, sometimes I feel like I'm living other people's dreams through my own life, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. You know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, yeah. there's a lot of people, I mean, this, and I can attest to it, there's a lot of kids that I grew up with that I truly believe that were better than me Yeah. at the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, whether it be... Keep going, keep going. Whether it be technic, like technically or, you know what I mean, or just, just gifted, you know? So... Yeah, just that moment with him passing and whatever it is, it kind of just like, I always felt like now when I play, people always like, yo, why do you have so much energy? How can you keep going? Mm-hmm. I, so now I feel like it's just like, as weird as this sounds, I just feel like there's like an extra extra spiritual level yeah. running yeah, through me. No, it makes sense. Because like, honestly, I mean? like like what you said about you're living other people's dreams, like you, you it's really easy once you're here to take yeah. it for granted. Like 100%. it's really, really easy. Uh, 100%. And there's even days where I wake up, I'm like, ah, oh, training, you know? <laughs> and then you realize like just how lucky or how fortunate you are, you know? You know, we go work for for two hours, Yeah. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? The rest of the day, we just got to take care of mm-hmm. our bodies. So how long were you over in England for? I was out in England for about six months. And did, how'd you get a visa? Did you? So the, how cool is this, right? So, <laughs> this is always a question. Yeah, this is the super cool part. So I'm out there for six months. And you can you can visit England. So anyone who ever wants to do this, mm-hmm. you can go out to England and visit for about six months. 
Oh, it's not just three months, it's six months? It's six. Okay. I think it's six. I hope so. <laughs> I, I mean, geez, if not, I got away with it. Yeah. But for six months, and then while I was there in England, uh, my coach, my coaching staff was from Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Grew up in Barcelona, coaching and everything like that. And so they actually, uh, alongside Gwen Balaguer, they got me an opportunity to go out to Sabadell in Spain mm-hmm. to a third division team to go out there and train and go on trial right before I came back to the U.S. Uh-huh. So I left. To, to see to Sabadell, the team was called CE Sabadell for training and whatnot, and to, to see if maybe I can grab a contract as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Catalan Federation cleared me to play, even though I was, you know, being American, it's hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? But went out there, and that experience was just like, and that's where I was like, yo, I want to be a winger. Mm-hmm. You know, all these coaches yeah. are playing me striker, you know what I mean? 4 4 2 system at the time. And so going out there, this whole the whole winger culture was being created, a 4-3-3, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because everyone wants to play like Barca or Real Madrid out there. Mm-hmm. So went out there, and, and I just learned so much about the winger position, and I, I felt at home at it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But So I spent a month there, and then I came back to England, and then went back, came back home to the U.S., and I went to an open trial with LA Galaxy 2, with Kurt Anolfo as the head coach at the mm-hmm. time, and there was probably about over a thousand five hundred kids at that trial, and I got and I was the one I was the one person that they called back for preseason. Really, I didn't know this. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. You can that's it's on the internet. <laughs> you can find everything on the internet. <laughs> but yeah, it's on the like. Because like, I know LA Gal- I've seen LA Galaxy open trials, like yeah, LA Galaxy two open trials. They're insane, and they're doing now all over the world. Yeah, and now there's all over the world. So, and they did do one in Vegas and mm-hmm. all these other places as well. And so you're the one kid out of like fifteen hundred kids. Yeah, at the what'd one you do? Kid. What'd you do right? <laughs> Yo, honestly, at first, at first going into it, I was just like, you know what, I gotta work super hard, gotta do everything right. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna have fun because at the end of the day, like. Mm-hmm. What's the worst they can tell me? No? Yeah. and then Right? Then you move on. You know what I mean? So, boom. Did that. Went to preseason. And, you know, at the end of it, right before, I think it was probably like two weeks before preseason, like the rest of the preseason was, he called me to his office. He said, yo, I would love to sign you. But at this moment, we have a huge transition between our first and second team. Mm-hmm. And the position you play, we have a lot of young guys coming down from the first team that will be coming in, and you need playing time. He mm-hmm. goes, you can definitely play in this league. Like, you have the capabilities to play in this league, and you're a promising player that can grow. You know, he was like, you should go to Orange County. Check them out. I told my agent at the time, um, Joe, and uh, by the way, Gate was amazing. Probably, like, Thank you, Joe, for my first contract, by mm-hmm. the way. A season athlete, if that helps anyone. Yeah. Contact them. Love the guy. What's it called? A season athlete. A season? Yeah. Matt Bergerman works with him. Yeah? Yeah, Matt's works with him. But okay. Mott. Sorry, Mott. Yeah. <laughs> He's over in Sweden right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, so I told him, like, yo, LA2 said I should go up to OC. Barry Venison, yo. Jeez, mm-hmm. the legend himself. The legend, yeah. Yeah, that guy. To be fair, to all my coaches, no disrespect to all my coaches, but Barry had to be my favorite just because he reminded me of all my 
my high school coach being tough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can Be, see that. You go yeah, back yeah, to my high school. That coach That makes sense about going back even that just story of, of that story of where you were in the center. Like that's something Barry would do. A hundred percent. Barry Barry would throw you right there to the wolves. Yeah. And like, let me see how you deal with it. And if you and if you you make it out alive, mm. the level of respect he'll give you is crazy. Yeah. But so this he, was three years ago in 2016. Correct. And first did, contract. did you get that? So you signed the contract with before Orange a trial, or did you go for? A trial? I went. I went for a one week trial. Uh, and in February, in, March, and it was right before preseason. Right before season started. So probably I think I was in preseason. I made it to preseason. Uh huh. I was probably like right there, right before. Probably a week or two before everyone showed up. Okay. Yeah. And um, he told me to come out for a trial, one-week trial. He signed me after the first day. Really? Yeah. He wow. Goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He signed me after the first day. And I think my when, – when did he give me my first start? Who was my first start? Was it against Vancouver maybe? But, yeah, Barry did. He gave me my first start in a playoff match against Sac Republic when we knocked them out. Mm. <laughs> what? When the odds was against us? Exactly. How crazy was, crazy was that? All right, so 2016, um, this was your first – honestly, I, I mean, I've seen Biggles – is Biggles Wade? Big, yeah, Biggles, Biggles Wade United. Biggles Wade United, I've seen them. But, like, was this your biggest contract, biggest, like, professional setup? Correct. And then so how was that first season of, like, being in the fully pro league now of, like, signing, being a part of the play, like – you are in a pro environment. Like, this is what you've been kind of chasing since you dropped out of Chico. 100%. How was that, like, that whole transition year? It was, it, was, it was amazing, in my opinion. Like, just dealing with that whole adversity thing of, like, all right, you know you're in college and you're the best player on your team. Mm, yeah. Right? Like, you're a senior. You have all these, you know, you earn, you earn your right to, to be on the field. And it was, like, starting all over again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Remember when uh, the head coach now of OC, Braden, would be like, AJ, go move the goals. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, come <laughs> on. He'd go, AJ, there's some pennies over there. Like, yeah. Can you go grab those? It's just like, geez, I got to do this all over again. Mm-hmm. You know? But met a lot of great guys from like Brenton to Andre to Trev. Trev's a huge mentor mm-hmm. that I talk to all the time constantly. Um, Ivan Murkovich, mm-hmm. right? Um, remember Kwame? The big center back, yeah, Kwame, Brandon Miller, goalkeeper, Josh good, Cohen. It's a good team. We had a really good team. We had a really good team. Like there, you guys went through like a little mid-season lull though. Like, yeah, like because like, it was like yeah. bro, I came in right during that because that's why I was brought in because you guys had had like a few losses and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went on a little. We went on like the USL. Like people don't understand the USL is not easy. Uh-uh. It's not. It's very competitive. People and it's shit grown. on the USL. People shit on like American soccer, but like you've been. How was the difference between English soccer, Spanish soccer, the USL that okay. you played in? Okay, so so English, I would say, is more grit, yeah. in my opinion. Like that's how I learned how to like yo. It's either you, when you're going to a fifty-fifty ball, it's either you or him at yeah. the end of the day, right? And I learned I learned how to be passionate in England. Right, because the passion there—it's real. It goes back to like the '70s to the '60s. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, what I mean, probably even deeper than that—the roots. And then going to Spain is you learn—you learn how to paint your own picture. And I say that meaning like at the end of the day, you see the game differently from everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're on the ball, you, you know, when you make a decision, you're painting, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're moving your brush a bit, <laughs> and my, that's how I see it. Uh-huh. Like I always tell people, it's like, yo, you paint your own picture at the end of the day, because you don't know what I'm gonna do. And sometimes I don't know what I'm gonna do <laughs> until, <laughs> until, it's, yeah, right, right? Then, yeah. until it's that moment. 
and then just coming out to the U.S. It's like just being a part of the growth itself, like being a part of the system now, and and seeing how much it's grown. Mm-hmm. It's it's competitive. It's up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, we have guys who've played in the Premiership in the league. Yeah. Guys who played in the MLS. Guys who played in Spain. Guys who played. I mean, you name it. Any top division in the world, we have a player who either grew up in the academies or played at the at the top level yeah. in our league now. Mm-hmm. It's you know cool, I mean? yeah. and, and that says a lot. And this, the, what the USL is like, this USL is probably like eight years old, nine years a old, couple, ten years. A couple, I didn't even know it existed until Tavo signed for Sac Republic. Well, that was like the first year of 2014, 2015, like when it like had just rebranded Branded. itself and yes. like had gotten big again yes and so and because new teams were coming up and so like yeah i didn't even know what the usl was i knew that like i knew the of the usl the old usl back when because the portland timbers would the first team okay. was in there yes and so i knew that there was a league but like i had no idea but it, but it wasn't something like okay like yo i'm gonna go play in yeah. the usl yeah. i'm gonna make that it was mls or nothing pretty was, much. exactly yeah. and now i feel like just with soccer in general has created a pathway where it's like okay now you have academy mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. where like high school s- soccer was like whoa it was it, it was where you went to go find your your next college star yeah and now it's like yo these academy kids are signing a couple kids um that i know of personally have signed contracts in germany <laughs> first sick. division germany like yeah. yo that's sick yo, that's Good. amazing yeah, i can't wait to, like, you know what i mean yeah. like it's amazing to see how much the, like just yeah. possibilities are out there now in so, gateways. Uh, so so now we're back at Orange County. If yes. We, we had a great season. Like Loved it. Did it. Uh, you did the start, playoff start at Sacramento Republic. We beat them in the playoffs. What? All odds <laughs> against us, by the way. Yeah. It was sick. And then so... In front of a sold-out crowd of 10,000 plus so sick. That was fans. one of my favorite games I've ever played in. What? Yeah. I was thinking it was When Josh made the save, the final save of the PK, and we all ran <laughs> to the corner. Yeah. <sighs> And then so <laughs> right after that season ended, what happened? How was your prospects going forward to the next year, everything? My phone started ringing. Yeah. For the first time in my life, I wasn't doing the chasing. Mm-hmm. People and, were coming after you. People were coming. Teams were calling me. Sac Republic called me, which mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I've, I mean, going to Chico State. Yeah. Why not? Like, I would love to play in Sacramento. And that's why, like, now going and playing there is just always a, a warm feeling for mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. you know? But off-season came around, and it was like, boom. Sac- teams, boom, calling me back and forth. And I'm like, yo, I didn't know what to do. I've never been so overwhelmed <laughs> with making a decision uh-huh. ever in my life, you know? Because usually it was like, whatever you get, you, you go for it. Yo, yeah. what if, 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 if... We- who who knows gives me a call. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Get in. Like, I just needed to. And I remember people always telling me, you need to get it. The hardest part is getting in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, the easiest thing is losing it. Yeah. Like you said, we get, you get, you get comfortable. It's like, oh, I'm in the league already. You know, I've, I'm playing. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. It's my dream. You know what I mean? But sometimes you forget what you have. Mm-hmm. Right? And then um, San Antonio called me. Andy Thompson called me one day. And, you know, he just sounded real passionate. And it reminded me something that, of Coach Barry. Mm. It reminded me a bit of that, just how passionate he was on the phone. And then Darren Paul gave me a call, head coach of San Antonio. Talked to him about And it was just like, okay, like, I like how they're sounding. And then it was, it was their approach of it all, you know. Like, because some guys, some teams can call you. 
and you know they just want you you can understand your role right away mm-hmm. but they they were like yo you can have a fair opportunity for playing time that's all I really wanted was just a fair opportunity mm-hmm. and then just the level of professionalism they said it will make you a better pro they'll make you a better man and that right there is just you know it helps seal the deal yeah and you know I've never been to San Antonio ever didn't know anything about <laughs> San Antonio yeah and so it was just once again taking a risk right take another risk let's do it leave LA yeah. which is I'll tell you it's one of the hardest things to do <laughs> it's a leave LA yeah <laughs> <laughs> jeez but yeah ended up in San Antonio mm-hmm. and uh, they OC was my first professional year but San Antonio taught me how to be a, a true professional athlete mm-hmm. completely why what in the main way what was the main way they taught you to be a real pro just, you know, uh, so if you don't know, San Antonio in general is under Spurs and Sports Entertainment. So if you know about the San Antonio Spurs and how <laughs> things are ran there, you know, like, it, you you got to be up up to par with your professionalism. Like, yeah. neat, you know, clean cut, you know what I mean? Be ready for interviews. Um you have to be on time to things. You, you, if you're gonna be early, it means if you're gonna be early, that means showing up 15, 20 minutes before. Yeah. Being prepared, type of thing. You know what I mean? Training sessions, just off the back. Everything was organized in a way where they understood how much weight, like the load of training you were getting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We we wore these hot monitor, these heart monitors. Yeah. Never seen anything before in my life. <laughs> right. I'll get calls like, yo, why are you wearing, why are you wearing a bra? Like, yo, yo, trust me, I don't know why either. (laughs) But, but, you know, just stuff like that. They knew how hard I was working. Mm -hmm. They can tell if I was taking off. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the sprints, AJ, step it up. Like, like we know, you know what I mean? It was cool. I mean, they cared about how much I was weighing in. Mm -hmm. Gets that deep. You know, they cared if I was eating, how much water I was putting in my body. Stuff Mm -hmm. like that, you know, and then the fans. To till till today, those fans still support me. Even against San Antonio, they support me. That's like awesome. it's crazy. That's how you know fans I mean? should be. Yeah. As they should be. Yeah. And it it's just that whole vibe. I'm not gonna lie. San Antonio fans are amazing, yo. Mm-hmm. They're amazing, especially the play in front of like, it's a true, it's a real family feeling mm-hmm. out there. And then after, so you didn't stay the whole season with San Antonio. Yes. So it was right after we clinched playoffs. Um, and if people don't understand, like, you've heard LeBron say it as well, and Magic, it's a business at the end of the day. Like, mm. you got to understand, as much as, as much as it's, like, a, dr- like a dream yeah. come and, true. And as much as you people think that you should have loyalty or people think that they have loyalty to you or anything, it is, yeah, it is a business. It, it's, a, it's a business at the end of the day. So, And that's what I learned from San Antonio was this whole experience. That's, you know, so, and I kind of, you know, sometimes you have a feeling, you know, so I kind of had a feeling. And um, coach called me to the office, sat me down and said, hey, like, we don't think we're going to be using you in the playoffs type of thing. Mm-hmm. And I kind of looked back and questions just started running through my head. Like, but I don't, I don't see why not. I, I mean, I think I've been playing well, you know what I mean? Scored mm-hmm. some key goals in some big games. Um, you know what I mean? Community-wise, I was in the community. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I kind of just, uh, you know, you have a lot of things you want to say, but you don't say it yeah. type of moment. So I was just kind of looking. I was like, okay, so like, why? They go, you know, we you can either you can either be here, not play, and we know you're gonna get frustrated. Mm-hmm. We know you want to play. We know how passionate you are about being on the field and working hard to earn that playing time. So we want to help you out at the same time. And they go, you can either stay here, be frustrated, or you know we can come up to a mutual agreement and. You can find a team right before playoffs. Mm-hmm. In the back of my head, I was just like, "There's really no team that's going to bring me into the, a playoff team that's going to bring me into their locker room a week or two before playoffs." Yeah, like it's gonna it's gonna mess up the. I mean, if coach brought a, t- a player two weeks in before playoffs after we just clinched playoffs, yeah. and it's just like, "Whoa, yeah, like, was, why? Like yeah. why? Yeah. You know what I mean?" So, you know, boom, came to a mutual agreement, said my goodbyes. Um, but I don't know how word got out, but word got out quick. And literally the next day, I was getting calls from teams that were trying to go into playoffs, trying to make like that the jump. Last, that the last like nine, nine, ten in the East, nine, ten in the West. Mm-hmm. And, and so there it is. I had to make another decision. Where, where, do, where can I go? And at this moment... Never been in this situation before, so I put my trust into my agent to making the best decision for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he decided that Colorado switchbacks would be the best fit for me, type of thing. And so one of my good friends, Chin, as well, was leaving San Antonio at the same time. And I said, yo, my agent said Colorado's trying to make that push to playoffs. I said, we both go. Yeah. Type of thing. <laughs> Hit up the coach, like, yo, like, I'm definitely interested in coming in. I was like, I don't know if you heard about this kid, Sean Chin. Mm-hmm. Good player, blah, 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 right back, right wing, eight. Super experienced. He goes, yeah, you know what I mean? We'll bring him in as well. Like, we want to make this push. Boom. Next thing you know it. I was, oh, literally after I signed, Coach Precky called me. Really? Coach Precky called me. And I, and to be fair, I'm not going to lie to you. I've always looked up to Coach Precky just because Sac Republic and me mm-hmm. going to Chico State. So mm-hmm. it goes back again, right? Yeah, yeah. This is a coach that I always wanted to impress because his son as well played college with me. Yeah. So I would always ask him when he'll come watch, I'm like, yo, what did your dad think? <laughs> what should I be doing? Precky knows the game. Like, he, this guy knows the game. What? Precky's Precky's there, you know? <laughs> He's a legend. Literally He's a, a legend. Precky's yeah. a le- I have a Precky jersey. Yeah. USA Do jersey. You? Yeah. That's they so gave sick. me they gave me a USA jersey when it's time with the US national team. Mm-hmm. Precky gives me a call, and he goes, I want you to come play for me. You're coming to play for me. <laughs> really? And I was just like, uh, uh, you know, um, I, I, I signed the contract already. Do they have it, though? Do they have the paper? Do they have the paperwork <laughs> with them in Colorado? And I was just like, I, I think so. He goes, you should have came with me. And he wanted to know, obviously, the details of the contract or whatnot. Uh, and, you know, and I was just like, dang, man. Yeah. I've always wanted to play for this guy. Yeah, no, <laughs> you I, know I, what I mean? Because I, I like, I don't know. I Precky like brings the best. Out yeah, of like that's he, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, A lot like, of people can't handle, like, how intense he is. Yeah. But, like, I really, really improved from 
playing under just, him, like just being under a coach who's really passionate, in my opinion, mm-hmm. like it, it's like an instant connection. Because if you're not passionate about the game and passionate about wanting to grow as a player, then why? Yeah, exactly. Why? Yeah, why yeah. even? You know. <clears throat> yeah. But so yeah. you went. You went to Colorado, and this was a 2017 and 2017. Yeah. So we're how making. How was that switch from literally going right? Like, well, how was your? How were you received by the players, the coaches, the locker room, everything? Locker room was cool. Yeah. Locker room was super cool. So I played against them as well. Super cool locker room. Captain um, Josh Suggs, young yeah, Suggsy. Suggsy. Uh-huh. Suggsy. So Suggsy played at OC back in the day. So. You know, right away. And then um, I played my first game. I got in at like 12 p.m. that night mm-hmm. and had a practice session the next day and a game the next day. <laughs> or was it a game that next day? It was one or the other, yeah, but we played quick. Phoenix Rising. Uh-huh. Right? Phoenix Rising. Bagged on them already, right? <laughs> With San Antonio. Yeah. By the way, one of if you can ever show that clip of like, put it, I'll put it right here. He does. Good run here by Forbes. Wow, nice ball for Tierpack. Can he get to it in the area? He can. Back for Jigba. It's in. Well done, San Antonio FC on the board. Well, this is football at its highest level, scintillating, fantastic, explosive acceleration right here from Billy Forbes. And look at the outside of the foot. Just left on a platter. There's a snapshot right there. Angle back. And what a reaction finish. Yeah, I'll put it right here. <laughs> yo, if you see that goal, trust me, yo. So, bag on Phoenix. I'm like, yo, already confidence is in me. Like, yo, I always score on Phoenix. Like, I, have, I don't have a problem. <laughs> I always like, score yeah, on Phoenix. I always score on Phoenix. No uh-huh. problem. Next thing you know it, you know, I'm on the bench. Chin is starting at right back. And this is hilarious. Chin, when you see this, you're going to laugh. So, I'm like, yo, Chin, make sure you – because it's – it's higher altitude out there. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to like just to get acclimated over there. And um, I see Chin, and I see he's a bit gassed. I'm like, yo, doc, just yell, just make it to like 60, 70. I, I'm getting in. So just I want to play on the same. Yeah. Let's play on the field together. You know, because San Antonio never put us on the same field together. Mm-hmm. Like he just, they, they did it. So next thing you know it, um, I get my name, my jersey called up. I'm like, all right, let's go do this. Coach puts me at, at left mid with Suggs. And at the time, Suggs was going. Yeah. Never played with Suggs ever in my life. So this is my first time with the team. Mm. Like, you know, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> so coach moved me to the 10. Boom, moved to the 10. And there was a play where I think Suggs got played in behind again. And I made a late run coming from the back. And he played across the box and I tapped it in. And we were down 1-0. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So on my debut game, I scored. Boom, goal. And that goal meant, like, it meant the absolute most to me because it was just, like, being told that you weren't going to see the field again for the remainder of the season and then getting another chance. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's hard because you almost feel, like, unappreciated if it's someone 100 percent. and then you you it, it's hard not or it's hard sometimes to have like the confidences like that you if if you are appreciated exactly yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so it's, so it's like going from playing games at san antonio being consistent clinching playoffs that year we clinched playoffs early mm-hmm. you know what i mean doing that to being told that yo you're not gonna we don't see you in our playoff plans and you know leaving, getting onto a new team that obviously have had their struggles and you don't know how people are going to receive you, you don't know how the fans are going to take you, 
And the Switchback fans, they did an amazing job. Like, they made me feel like I was right at home. Teammates made me feel like I was right at home. Coaching staff, like, even today, like, Coach, <laughs> yo, <laughs> Coach Steve, yo, Trichu, and Coach Waldy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, so today, like, I know if I ever needed to call them for anything, they would be there. Mm-hmm. And um, scoring that goal was just like, you know, by the way, Chin got a cramp. Mm-hmm. And so Chin was subbed off. <laughs> so <laughs> he, didn't he, he didn't make it until I was on the field and scored. But mm-hmm. when I scored, like, you know, you could see it. I grabbed my jersey and I was just pointing. Yeah. And I was like, they said I couldn't do what? <laughs> they said I couldn't do what? And I went That's straight it. to the sideline where Chin was at. I gave Chin a big hug. Like, yo, like, we're here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is the new home. And yeah, it was, it was, yeah. So you were with them for the end of 2018 um, season. Correct. Um, and then you ended up, in off season, you were one of the first signings to come over to Tulsa, if not the first signing at Tulsa. No, we, re- we re- so end of the 16-17 season, or mm-hmm. is it 16-17 or 17-18? No, 16-17 season. Mm-hmm. And then re-signed with them for the following year. The switchbacks. With the switchbacks. Uh-huh. With the switchbacks. And they were there all 2018. All 2018. And then at the end of that season, I got a call from Coach Mike. Mm-hmm. And he told me, he's like, yo, I'm changing the, straight up, I'm changing the, the culture in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to make this a winning environment just all around from, like, you know, participating in the community, helping out the youth, uh, winning games just just the whole like full everything was just coming full circle with him mm-hmm. and you know it's just like sometimes in life you you have to challenge yourself right yeah you know and just me knowing and to be fair i'm not gonna be honest with you yo when i played for oc coming to tulsa was grabbing three points yeah it was, yeah when i played for san antonio coming to tulsa was grabbing three points when we, even when i played as the switchbacks <laughs> coming to tulsa was grabbing the three points yeah and just take care of the business, get the three points, get home. Exactly. Yeah. It was in and out type of thing. And, you know, and he wanted to, and getting off the phone with him, it was just like, I have a chance to be a part of something big, bigger than myself. And that, you know, I couldn't turn that down. Mm-hmm. So second, now we're in the 2019 season. Right. Just about to, we have a game tomorrow against Ex- Swope Park. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's sick. All right, so now I'm going to have a few questions about, like, your career and life, everything. Let's do it. Um, what was, like, the hardest, though? If you could go back on your entire career, what was the worst, like, the lowest period you've ever felt as a pro soccer player? Or not even pro soccer, right? as a soccer player in general. Like, the lowest where you're like, I'm probably going to quit tomorrow. Like, I'm done. Good question. <laughs> really good question. So, you know, I got my coach who told me to get that. So. <laughs> My high school coach, appreciate you, man. Appreciate uh, you. Got my college coach that benched me my senior year, mm-hmm. right? Got San Antonio telling me goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> goodbye. So those are the. I'd say those are three big moments. Those are maybe. three big moments. I would have to pick the college one, right? Uh huh. Because it could have okay. been something where like, all right, well, I got my degree, I'll go get a regular job. I, yeah, I I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll go work. You know what I mean. Because that's I start think, my start my life. I think that's crazy. Because usually, like for me, my junior and senior year were like on that, a high that, of college. So exactly. that's why I continue to go. Exactly. If I was in your, if honestly, if I was in your situation, my senior year, I got like went from high more to a low. I don't know if I would have kept on. I, like what you said, I would have got a real job. I feel like a, a lot of and a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people go the other way, and 
I don't know what. I don't know what really irked me to go. You know what? I'm gonna show this my college coach off. Like, mm -hmm. yo, bench me my senior year. Like, all right, we'll check this. Yeah. I'm gonna make this happen. I'm gonna make my dreams come true. And to be fair, it was my good friend. Like I said, Justin Saul. His mom was amazing at this time. Like, she she would she would because my parents wouldn't come visit me out of Chico, but she would come out of visit Jay, and she'd just be like my mom out there, mm -hmm. and she knew what was going on. She saw it with her own eyes, you know what I mean? And she would tell me, like, yo, overcome adversity. Like, you can do anything. Like, you're a good player. You're talented. You know, you want to grow. And I can tell this is what you want to do. So do it. Mm. You know what I mean? You can do it. So do it. Just apply yourself. So she was huge. And I th she helped me a lot. Thank you, Mama Saul. <laughs> but, That's yeah, sick. so I would say the college, the college moment it was a hit or miss, right? I could have mm. said, you know what? I'm just going to go work. Yeah, yeah, you flop or you fly, like right. Yeah, um, what was the absolute the best? Like where you literally thought like not like because I hate saying the word like oh I made it. Yeah, because I never I think that's it could kill your ambition to go forward. But like when was the closest you've been like oh my god like I'm doing it you know I'm doing it like it's it's like coming together. It's coming together. Uh, being in the front papers of a London newspaper. Uh huh. Did you post that online? Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. I was yeah. like, I, I even I was like, yo, oh, damn, I like, was on the front page of a London newspaper. Uh -huh. Like, yeah, I'm a small kid from Gardena, California, Los Angeles, like South Bay, LA, like, and I was on the front page of that. Like, mm -hmm. I thought that was amazing. But like on the professional side, probably signing my first contract with, with Orange County. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's a crazy feel. How I would talk about that feeling of signing a contract. <laughs> like, is for me, it was like the craziest feeling like I've, I've accomplished everything I've been working for yeah but at the same exact time I was like this is that for me I was like this is just the beginning like this means nothing I haven't proven anything yeah yet. so it's a weird it's a really weird mix of feeling like I've accomplished so much and feeling like I've accomplished nothing. nothing so like same like when when I when Barry told me he goes yo we want to sign you I was just like it's happening yeah. Do I tell everybody <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. Do, I, when, do I keep when, it a secret yeah. like do, do I let them announce it so like I took a picture of the contract of just like the whole USL soccer thing, yeah. like pro thing, sent to a couple of my buddies, a couple <laughs> of my older friends, like, yo, I'm in the league, yo, uh -huh. I made it. You know, told my family, told all my close, like immediate, like friends and stuff like that. And it was just, it was surreal. Like, it was just like, all right, I'm a pro now. Yeah. Like everything that I, because to be fair, like I would say it and I would speak it to existence. I'm like, yo, I'm going to go. So it was like this. Started AYSO U16 soccer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play club. I told my high school coach. I know. I'm going to make the high school soccer team. Boom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to play club. Told my high school coach. Wait till I see it. Boom. I'm going to play college soccer. College high school coach. Change your attitude. Boom. I'm going to go pro. College coach. Mm. Bench me my senior year. Yeah. Remember we were at the San Jose Earthquakes thing as well. Yeah. Yeah, the combine. The yeah. combine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo. We've been, been everywhere. Preseason in college. Uh, PDL, yeah. San Jose Earthquakes Combine, Combine, Ventura, Ventura, Orange County, County. <laughs> and then Tulsa, Tulsa, yes. Yeah, that's so crazy. It is crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just always been a thing to just. I feel like if you speak into existence, speak into the universe, like you can make things happen. If you just, you gotta be confident though, because mm -hmm. people are always gonna knock your confidence, whether it's in front of you or behind you. People are always gonna knock you. So you just gotta like look past that. Just believe in yourself. Yeah. You know?
it's, it's crazy. Like, that's something I preach a ton is, like, how many people try to bring down your confidence. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's just like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Oh, you made – congrats, bro. And then, and then it's Yo, and then yo it that's so cool, bro. Yeah. Always knew you were going to make yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want to be negative, but it's crazy it, how yeah. it is like no. that. Yeah. No. All right, last question I want to talk about, Paola. Yes. Um, last question. So if you could go back right now to your – I'd say 16, 17, 18-year-old self or any time around that age – and you could just give them a piece of advice, like young AJ, what would you really say to yourself at, at that age? 16, 17, 18. Um, or any time in your career, really. Put more time in. I could have put more time in. I honestly could have put more time in. I should have played that year. By the way, I could I could have played Academy. Really? That's a couple things. <laughs> Academy came around. My freshman year, junior junior college, I could have played that year with um, Patadores. Okay, yeah, yeah. They ended up winning the... I was going to say, they had a good year. They won, they won the academy. <laughs> that was the that academy first year? season. I could have played on that team. Mm-hmm. Could have wow. played on that team. Todd Sandano was the coach. Thank you, Coach Todd. T- coach Todd was the coach at the time. And, you know, I played with guys like Kyrian, um Kevin Garcia, who is now with Las Vegas Lights, congrats on your first contract. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> played with guys like um, Irvin Para, who's with Las Vegas Lights as well. Like, mm-hmm. it was a good group. Like, you know, and maybe if I would have played that, I would have ended up at a D one school. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe could have played D one at the time. If I would have played my. 17 if I would have played with that U19 Premier League team throughout the year instead of just waiting to the end different situations and now if I could tell my 16 17 8 year old self never skip an opportunity take every single opportunity that I I could have grabbed mm, yeah I like that every opportunity mm-hmm. cuz a lot of times it like you know, like the that saying that's like opportunities are like disguised as like you yeah. know hard work, or disguised as something that doesn't look as much like an opportunity. Like exactly. it's true. Like little tiny things you don't think of. Exactly. Like I had a chance one time. I could have flown down to Ventura, or I could have drove down with Matt Martin, a scout. Uh-huh. You know Matt Martin? He was like a scout for Portland Timbers, Kansas yeah. City. He and I decided to drive down with Matt Martin, and it was a six seven hour drive from Davis mm-hmm. because I I I was like me sitting in a car with this. MLS scout is going to yeah. be worth it, you know? You can pick his brain. Yeah, exactly. Learn so much. And that was just opportunity. So, yeah, it is, it is weird to see what opportunities, like, kind of present themselves as, like, little tiny hidden it's things hidden, like that. It's hidden, like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. So tell me about what you're wearing. Tell me about how you started this, everything about that. Paula Design. So Paula started back in 2013, group of kids. You know what I mean? We grew up, like I said, in South Bay, LA, Gardena, California, and there's not really a lot that comes from, the city's beautiful, a lot of great people in there. But there's not really a lot of real influencers that leave the city. So, you know, being the first kid out of Gardena, California to sign a professional contract, you know, and lead the way for my three younger brothers, it was, it was huge. So, Paula just is, is, is drive from inspiration, right? So, there's six of us. We all decided to go to college. Yeah, we're going to college. We mm-hmm. got to. All six of us. You know what I mean? We got to. All six of us went. You know what I mean? That's sick. And... As we grow, as we got older, people started branching off. We started finding different interests. But my business partner, Andreas Velasco, um, we stuck with it. You know, we grew with fashion. We grew with the culture. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we went from 2013 up to 2018. And 
between the years of 2013 and 2018, we would just make t-shirts and hand them out for free. Really? Yeah. Polish shirts. Boom. Small little logo. Here, take it. As much. And just spread the word. And the word was basically like, like we wanted to show people that anything's possible if you put your mind to it, basically. Right? 2018 came along and we dropped our first collection of 60 pieces. Only 60. And that was our thing. Only 60. That's a lot, bro. Yeah. That's a lot. We, like, oh, we, I've, I've done stuff like this. <laughs> it takes so much yeah, work. Yeah, so we dropped 60 pieces, and we did 12 variations, um, or five variations of 12 pieces of different colors. And um, our first quote, some people die at 25 and aren't buried till, 20, aren't buried till 75. Mm-hmm. And that quote hit us in a way that it was just like, if you can even notice in today's life, like, People die internally. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, like I could have easily died at 22, 21, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Could have said, you know what? I'm not going to do this pro soccer thing. I'm not going to chase my dreams. I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to sit back, get a regular job, and this is just what I want to do. Don't get me wrong. If you have a regular job, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and if you but love it, go for it. Go for it. But, but those people aren't dead inside, though. They're, they're not dead they're, inside. They're, that's, they're, that's what they want. That's yeah, what they're, yeah. they're, they're driv- like their their drive is to, to accomplish that. Mm-hmm. But you if you mean? have other ambitions... And then you turn, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, I, in my opinion, you're dying internally. Like, like, it's a choice at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's a choice, and it's a risk. You know? So I just basically want to inspire not just the youth, but my peers, that it's never too late. To, to go after that passion or that dream and and to make it happen. You know, dream big. You yeah. might as well. Like, at the end of the day, we get we get one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I like it because it's like, it's inspiration. It's good. It's good messages, but it, it's like streetwear. Like, exactly. it's, it's not like, you know, those so, little, really lame shirts exactly. that are like... Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. like, work hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but, but, so I got that from my... One of my good friends, Jackson Wright. So he told me, he said, yo, AJ, Paula's dope. Like, mm-hmm. people love it. But you have to find your crowd. You have to find the people that you want to help out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who are your, who's going to buy Paula? Who's yeah, Paula who's your for? Audience? Who's, your, who's your, audience? your audience? Who's your target audience? Who's Paula for? And so I told him, I was like, yo, I just honestly want to inspire people. But I want people to look fresh. I want people, to, like, when you wear a Paula t-shirt, hoodie, crew neck, whatever it may be, have confidence. Mm. So if someone asks you in the back of your shirt, like, what does this mean? You're able to give them a confident answer. And if they want more, you could talk about your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when people ask me about Paula, I go, first, I'll tell them the quote. What does that mean to you? Spark a conversation. We'll go back and forth. People always share things different through me. Like, I created this last shirt. It was uh, No Lost Souls. And it was basically a shirt, No Lost Souls with a skeleton upside down with a Nike shirt with Nike shoes Mm -hmm. and um, it looked like he was doing a bicycle kick but at the time I didn't know that Uh I just made this skeleton threw him upside down threw three tags on it and on the side it said uh, here today gone tomorrow you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and and behind that shirt it was just like I feel like in times in life like you feel something everyone I, I mean let me speak for myself there's times where I feel like I'm alone yeah you know what I mean and when you when you start feeling that you're alone and you don't really have anyone who has your back or there's no one you can really go to, you start you start eating up inside, right? And so the message behind that is like you're not there's nothing you're not alone. 
because mm. you're not the only person going through it. It's like Kid Cudi. Yeah. You know oh, what Kid I mean? Yeah. Like he, he spoke about it. He's like, yo, mentally people go through their own struggles, but I make music for the people who go through those struggles. Like understand, like when you're listening to the music, you understand I'm going through it too. I might have all this money in this world, but I'm still going through it. Mm. And so I basically, my part of Paula is I want to make clothing for people who are going through the everyday struggles of going after their dream or, or their passion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the young kid who, who friends are saying like, yo, you're never going to make it. Like, no, you will. If you apply yourself, you'll make it as far as you, as, as you really want to make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a path for everyone. Everyone goes through different journeys at yeah. the end of the day. And what I like, what I really like about is like you're practicing what you preach. Like literally, like yeah. you're going, you're going. Like we <laughs> yeah. just talked about your life and your career and your story for all this. Mm-hmm. And you're you're doing. You're definitely not. You didn't die at 25 or 22. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like so, yeah. I like that. Like it's like you're practicing what you're preaching, doing what it's your crazy, brand's man. what your brand's saying. It's crazy. It's, it's like, cool. It's like as I grow, the brand grows. Yeah. You know what I mean. So if you guys want to check out Paula, everything's gonna be in the description. I'll pin a comment up as well. I'll put Love the that. Instagram website. Everything. Check it out, man. Paula, yeah. it's it's for you. As well as as well as AJ's social media links as well. Yeah, do you have Twitter? Check me out. I do have a Twitter. Are you on it? Like, yeah, I'm on Twitter. Yeah. I'll put Twitter, Instagram, yeah, all this stuff. On Twitter. Yeah. Tweet me. I'll tweet you back. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, For anything sure. else? Anything other? Last final com- uh, comments? Any talking points you want to say? Um, yo, go out and be great, man. Become elite, honestly. Beca- <laughs> yo, 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 become elite. Become elite. Become elite, man. You can do it, honestly. I like it. it. All right, man. Thanks for coming. Nah, this is no the worries, long podcast. Yeah, this no, was fresh. It. This yeah. was fresh. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, this was the Against All Odds podcast, season three, episode two with AJ. Yeah. All right, guys. Peace. Yeah.